0: When you walk, when you have a chance to walk by the old apartment, do you? And how does it feel?
1: Um, uh, a wave of memories come in. But then after that, it was, it's just, it becomes just only a moment. That's it. Mm.
0: The gray smoke in the air is as noticeable as bringing white to a black room. Neighbors are confused and worried, my mom reacting the same way telling us to put on our clothes and leave the apartment as the smoke continues to fill the sixth floor, which was the floor we lived on. We didn't think much of it at first since the fire alarm used to go off in my building as often as the fire drills we had in school, but by the smoke being everywhere, it was a real fire. One aspect I should mention, my brother, Robinson, was there as well and needless to say, we have similar but very different interpretations of this tragedy.
1: Man, I, wow! Remember, like it was just yesterday, man. As, as cliche as that sounds, like I, hey, look, I was 13, right? It happened at that age. I was 13, lived in, you know, in that apartment for since since birth, um, and yeah, I, I I don't know. It just happened all like in a flash.
0: Um, but that year, Robinson was only 13, and he said that it sucked. Um, I can tell that it sucked so badly that he remembers certain details better than me. So, there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah, 2017, September 27th. Yo, that was, was something, bro. 4, 4 427 AM, man. Whoa, what? Wait, what? The freaking, the time and everything? Jesus, whoa, whoa. that is when you have something traumatic like that happen, bro, I tell you, bro, you're gonna (laughs) remember the time. And everything that happened,
0: bro. Oh, and by the way, I'm still shocked that he remembers the time and day it started. It really does say a lot about his experience of such a tragic event and about me as well. One, either I have bad memory, or two, this fire wasn't as traumatic as I thought it to be. And that scares me. The
1: smell. The smell smell first. Like, I remember, like, the smell when, like, you know, our mom came over, bro. Yeah told us like yo bro you gotta gotta put on your clothes man you know you gotta you know be aware of this stuff i'm like all right cool we will you know uh and and everything
0: four in the morning instead of being woken up by the alarm we were woken up by the smell the smell of burnt wood was filling our lungs quicker than our mom can shout to us hurry as we were in a rush to get dressed and though that was memorable i will admit It wasn't a huge priority of mine, and I was instead focusing on the amount of people stepping out of their apartments to confirm their suspicion of the smell. Now the interesting part of the story is how some of us was able to save a few things.
1: I still remember, like, all of the things that I was still working on, like, the current artwork that I was working on was, like, some clowns, some artwork that I was working on during the Saturday programs, yeah, and I remember, like, our room was, like, really dirty, right, and, like, I had all my art equipments, like, you know, this gave me a lesson to be taught now, but all my art equipments were, like, everywhere, so, you know, what that means, which one's better, you know, your life or your artwork?
0: As you can probably guess, my brother is an artist, and might I add, he's a pretty good one, too. As you heard, he wasn't able to get a hold on a piece he was working on. And I know, that's unfortunate. It's extremely tough to work on something only to have it taken away from you. And that wasn't the only thing that was taken away due to the fire.
1: That's like the most I heard. Video games? Yes, trust me. I I heard hardcore, cause bro, we worked our butts off to like get that many games, including 3DS. We, we, bro, all of them could have been worthy if we wanted to sell them in the future, you know what I mean? Like they're all worthy.
0: And at that time, it was the both of us that lost some things. You see, video games was like our form of therapy, releasing stress, having fun, and a way to pause the outside world. So that way we can resume a fantasy world. And to lose anything, especially the way we did, can really affect the way you act in school.
1: Okay. It really felt like I was living in, uh, like, through a protagonist like lifestyle <laughs> and everything, bro. That's what it, it really feels like. I lost everything. I gotta restart from things up again. So I'm walking to school, bland face, bro. While my mom's like, you know, having her tears down and whatnot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like all the things she worked up for, just into the. God, here, bro. Like, just I remember still seeing that fire, and I was like, she was like, go, go, go. You know, I like, I gotta do something, man. And I'm like, all right, all right, mom, gotta go. And then you know, I had like, you know, I think I had um some sweater, some like cloth on. I don't know what it yeah, was, yeah, yeah. just something that was thick. And you know, uh, like an extra large, or whatever. Walking to school and um, waiting for the school to open, and I'm just sitting down, seeing the smoke over because the school that I'm, I'm from is like two like one or two blocks yeah, down yeah. and I can still see the smoke coming out and I'm like, dang, you
0: know, this is happening. This is actually a really cool way to get to know my brother because you get to know that he loves anime. Uh, it's funny that I think this moment reminds him how in the anime, Evangelion, there's his main character, Shinji, who has like a hard time coming to terms with his situations after seeing how hard it affects him. Though, in all seriousness, can you imagine how it felt for Rob to be in a cafeteria huge windows making an absolute horror to see the fire from afar it wasn't easy
1: yeah i was uh, you know when you you, like you know when you would walk right into the playground that exit that intro yeah you would go there but i would stand right like where the bricks are at and where that big like looking cartridge grayish thing you remember that cart?
0: yeah i think so
1: yeah and like there was a door entrance and that and you would you have to wait until it was seven fifty five for mm-hmm. them to open it and yeah, you would yeah. go inside there oh, okay. in that door uh to your classes and i'm just waiting there you know just chilling or you could just go inside the cafeteria but i just do it from there and i'm like and i'm just you know and the principal was there and she was like that was your apartment right and i was like yeah okay. yeah I, and I was like it happens
0: i really admire this to this day the community helped us more than we can imagine Rob's school stepped up and donated clothes, gift cards, silverware, and plenty other things to support our needs. We also had help from close friends.
1: Yeah, the only people that, like, um, I would say that were really close at that time was definitely
0: AJ. AJ is a close friend of Rob's. He's actually here right now if he wants to say hi. Yeah, what's good, my boy Wes? How you doing, man? Anyway, he and Rob met in middle school when they were only 11 years old. And they bonded over anything video game related or anime related. I knew him from my brother and I'm glad I did because after that moment, we bonded as well. And in some ways, me and Rob consider him our third brother. He helped us by restoring certain items that had gotten some ashes inside due to the aftermath of the fire. So seriously, shout out to him. And not to mention Rob's teacher who was also a part of this group as well.
1: After school, so after school finished and everything, right? Miss um, Peters, right? This is a teacher of mine, right? Um, very close to me and everything, and she was like, you know, let me let me take you home, right? Because mm-hmm. um, obviously we can't go back there, right? There's no sense of home now. The only home I got temporarily at that moment was my grandma's place. Yeah. So she walked me, right? Well, I walked her to where I would go, right? My grandma's place, and we did, and it felt it felt like you know, like I had a mother for like two four <laughs> or five minutes for, during that trip yeah. and it was her so you know we were just walking home and she was like you know well Sierra I'll go now if anything you need call me okay let your mom know that I have my phone number available Ms. Peter, yeah Miss Peters yeah and yo she, she was just bro yeah Miss Peters
0: bro Miss Peters bro she's
1: the MVP bro
0: This is the first time Rob ever tells me about this. It made me feel like we weren't alone in this, and a group of people was helping us fight this battle. And to this day, like I said, I really admire them for that. So wait, so so you didn't you didn't even have a chance to look back at the apartment before you went to um, Ah? You didn't you didn't even?
1: Nah, I just went. So the route no, the route I took was just walk straight, straight up straight up. i was i was not even feeling to wow. go through that typical route straight that we usually like you know walk through right because you know in that old apartment yeah. you know what i mean we take that route um i i'm just gonna say that route because i kind of forgot like the name i don't i don't even it doesn't even have name. but you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah. Right? we will walk that straight but I, anyways i would just walk straight up instead and just boom right there because mm-hmm. I, I was just not feeling it so
0: mm-hmm. wow up the hill i didn't think you did that i didn't think that's what you did i i thought you like nah. you stopped by to see the mm-hmm. catastrophe that had taken place nah
1: fam that thing was still like you know kind of blocked away you can't even go there there was like the red cross there helping people mm.
0: all right i'm gonna keep it a buck with you Besides not having any other decent story to use for this episode, I wanted to share this story because of a slim chance that a person listening to this right now has an experience similar to mine, and maybe they'll feel better when understanding what it means to cherish everything, no matter how big or small. You see, we ended up having a move, and we're in a new place where I'm lucky to say I was able to interview my brother. Now, nobody was hurt, and we got out of the situation, thankfully, but it's a story I'll never forget. I'm Wesley, and I will introduce this story for the Summer Youth Podcast Academy, a program of The Bell in partnership with Gimnet Media. Music from anchor.fm, and I'd like to thank editor Afif Lazuli for his support. Thank you for listening.